Let's get down to business. Welcome to Profits and Purpose, a Colorado Business Roundtable production that unapologetically tells the stories of businesses good through conversations with Colorado's business leaders. Please welcome your host, the president of the Colorado Business Roundtable, Debbie Brown. So very excited to welcome Todd Davis today for our conversation with Colorado Business Roundtable, and especially along the lines of a lot of what we talk about is profits and purpose. And Todd, especially, I've gotten to know Todd and his family over the years, and he's one of those Broncos where I love what he does on the field, but I admire him so much for what he does off the field. So want to welcome Bronco linebacker Todd Davis. Welcome, Todd. Thank you so much for having me. So, Todd, tell us a little bit about you. I know you're, of course, people know you're a starting linebacker for the Denver Broncos. You were on the Super Bowl team for Denver. Take us back a little bit more about your journey. And then I want to definitely talk about your foundation and what you do to help in the community. But what was it like starting starting back to your time in L.A. growing up? What was it like as a kid dreaming of being in the NFL someday? Yeah, um, you know, I definitely had a lot of dreams growing up. Um, you know, my biggest one was definitely to be in the NFL. Um, and I definitely worked and wanted to be the best at my sport. Um, but it was tough coming out. You know, I didn't have too many people that came from where I was from and really made it to the NFL. So um, as far as my influences that, you know, people that I could pull on and reach out to that have been there before me, um, there really wasn't too many guys. So I leaned heavily on my dad. Um, my dad is a big influence for me. Um, you know, really taught me how to be a man and a man of God. Um, it really just showed me how to carry myself on a day-to-day basis and really taught me that with hard work and dedication, anything is possible. Um, and that's something I teach my kids now. Um, I really feel like there's nothing um, that you can't do if you work hard enough to get there. Um, I feel like that's what separates people uh, from others or the people who work hard and people who don't. I started implementing that um, as a young kid. Also looking at Ray Lewis, Will Smith. I feel like the people that I was lucky enough to look at, their models were all, I'm going to outwork you. I'm going to work harder than you. I'm going to just continue to work until I, I am who I want to be. Um, so, you know, growing up as a young kid, um, I stuck that in my mind, and that's what I continue to live on. Um, my whole time growing up through high school, um, through college, going through a small school in Sacramento State, um, I think that mentality has really brought me here to this moment right now. And what was that like at Sacramento State? I think I read where at the time there were no current NFL players uh, from Sacramento State at the time. So you had to push even harder to get noticed to be um, part of the NFL. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, there was nobody at Sac State in the NFL, um, but I took it as, you know, my story would just be a little bit different. Um, my dad and I would talk all the time about how everybody's story is different, how people um, all across the league have different stories. Some are first-round draft picks, some come from small schools, some from, come from big schools, and I just knew that I would be one of those people who had a different story. Uh, I feel like my role was a little tough. I definitely had to fight through a lot of adversity. Um, even coming out for the draft, you know, people see what I've done in college, but still come from a small school. They don't know if you were good against small school teams or if you could really make it in the NFL. Um, so that's something I definitely had to deal with and was a challenge for me. But I continue to stay strong, continue to keep the faith. And um, just because I'm saying I stay strong and kept the faith, it definitely wasn't easy. Um, I definitely had to pull on um, my support system, my mom, my dad, my family, my grandmother. Um, they held me up with some tough times where I 
you know, was wobbling, didn't know if I would make it, but continued to stay strong. They were my backbone. And what was it like, uh, you know, you, when you first came to Denver, proving yourself again and then becoming a starter and now a leader on the field, you know, people look to you so much to help keep the team um, motivated and setting a tone, I think, for the seasons. But that took some hard work as well to kind of earn earn that spot. Absolutely. I feel like sometimes now I even feel like I'm still that undrafted rookie free agent. Um, and I forget that I am the leader of the defense now that I have come this far, um, that now people are looking to me. But, you know, it definitely took a lot of time and hard work and dedication. Um, I remember coming here from the Saints um, about two weeks into the time I was here. They asked me to start. Man, I was already undrafted. I was already a rookie. I was already a free agent. And I went out there. I played really hard, but I definitely did not have the best game. Um, and I was really down on myself, you know, really didn't know if I could make it in the NFL. But I had one of my coaches come to me and say, just continue to work hard. We see the work that you're putting in. Continue to work hard and you'll end up making it. Um, and I think that was my, you know, mentality. I think those are the words that I live by more than anything. It's hard work and dedication. Um, I came here. I learned my playbook. I continued to work hard, continue to strive to be better. Um, I think I've gotten better every year, so I still feel like I can achieve more. I can do more. There's more I can do uh, on the field, off the field in my community. I feel like my story is far from over, um, so I'm excited about the future. Yeah, I think you're just getting started in every aspect, and and you sound optimistic for the current season. I mean, how what's a day in the life like for you right now as you're prepping for that, and do you feel optimistic going into going into the next season? Yes, I definitely feel optimistic about this next season. Um, you know, day in the life for me is I wake up in the morning. We have team meetings. Um, so from about 940 to 1130. And then right after that, I hit the gym. I hit the gym with a couple of my friends on the team and we just work out. Uh, we have a trainer there. And so we work out for about two hours. We take a break in the middle of the day and then we go back out at, out at it again, um, you know, for about another hour and a half. Uh, my, my whole mentality is, you know, this is definitely a tough time for everyone. Um, the country, four players, it doesn't matter who you are. It's a tough time for us as a nation. I feel like I have to get the most out of myself during this time because before I know it, um, you know, Corona will have passed and we'll be playing regular games um, in front of regular fans. Everything will be normal. So I have to prepare like everything is normal so that when it is, I'll be ready to go. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good news because we're counting on a good season and, I think you're right. You know, football and sports aren't necessarily the most pressing issue of the day, but Coloradans are big fans of you and of the Broncos. And we need we need you guys on the field to just um, have the quality of life and fun that we're so used to in Denver. So we're glad that you're getting prepared for that, for sure. I want to switch topics because I think what I mentioned when I introduced you is part of what I really admire about you so much, Todd, is Um, the kind of man you are and what you bring to the community in terms of talking to kids about work ethic and really instilling, I think, some of those values that you've learned maybe the hard way, trying to encourage kids to keep their chin up and to work really hard. And a lot of that you do through the A-plus Living Foundation. So tell me more about that and why you started that initially. You know, uh, that's the brainchild of my mother, Karen Davis. uh, (laughs) No surprise. (laughs) Yeah, she's, she's a wonderful woman. I can see where you get so much of your zest for life. So that's neat. She's amazing. Um, but, you know, our goal was really to help kids understand that you can have an A-plus in life. That's where the name comes from. Um, I think a lot of kids from my area and areas similar to it, um, they have dreams and aspirations, but so much of your, uh, the surrounding scene that you see every day aren't those dreams and aren't those aspirations. 
Um, so we want to help kids know and show them a way to achieve their goals and their dreams. Um, no matter what it may be, we want to tap into kids' lives and really help them to feel that uh, power, to feel, you know, the person that they can become um, and who they really want to be. I feel like a lot of people's story that I really look up to, like even Mark Cuban, who um, wasn't necessarily raised a billionaire, but became a billionaire. Um, I think a lot of more, we have a lot more great talent in the inner city and kids that um, don't realize their talent. So I really want to help kids realize uh, their talent and who they could be. I think that's great. You know, not everybody's dream is to be a professional athlete, but kids have dreams, whether it's going to college or pursuing a career that they have a passion in. And those same attributes that you're promoting, like working hard and work ethic, you know, really carry, carry no matter what your dream is. Absolutely. Um, I feel like working hard um, in any area of your life, you know, if you want to be, if you want to work at the bank and you get there before everybody and you lead after everybody, um, I feel like before you know, it, you'll be promoted to manager, you'll be promoted to a head job. Um, it really doesn't matter what you want to be. If you want to be a software engineer, you want to be like Microsoft, you know, they're working in a garage uh, 24-7, up people are asleep, they're up working on their computers and their designs. I think they just outwork people. Um, and before you know it, I feel like the hard work pays off. Um, I was listening to somebody today and um, they were talking about when people go to the club, they go to work out because that means that that, that three hours that you have at the club having fun, that's three hours that I have working out and working hard that sooner or later it's going to stack up. And the more and more time you spend in the club, the more and more time I'm working out. And before you know it, I'm 20 steps ahead of you just because of my hard work. Yeah, you're making me feel like I need to be at the club today. And I haven't I haven't done that yet, Todd. So, <laughs> you're, But I guess I earned my living a different way. But that's fabulous. How can our partners, um, some of the companies that we partner with are some of the bigger employers in Colorado. And they certainly are trying to come back to work. And there's been, of course, a real economic devastation right now with what's going on with the virus. And a lot of these businesses are trying to get back on their feet but they know that profits and purpose go hand in hand. So if our partners want to help support your work, what's, what's the right website where they could go to get more information? Uh, you can go to the Um Then, you know, there's a little piece of the website that talks about a plus living and it also has a link to donate or uh, get involved or, you know, help us when we do our different outreaches. Um, and then there from that website, they'll, connect you to the A-plus living website, which tells you about everything that we have come up, coming up in the community. Um, you know, it's a little tough right now because Corona has pushed everything back at a camp schedule for this off season that all got pushed back. And it's kind of, get, get, it's getting a little tough to get people to get the ball rolling again, but we're definitely working on getting something scheduled for uh, the upcoming season. Great. Well, and I know I've been um, really fortunate to have attended a couple of your events to benefit your charity and want to do my my part to support that again this fall. If you have another event, we'll have to have you on to promote it to our partners. And um, I can't think of a better cause than trying to instill values like you're doing on the next generation of kids and helping them to pursue their dreams. Yeah, I mean, I really love it. Um, I feel like, you know, one of the biggest impacts on my life was going to a camp that was held by an NFL player. Um, like I said, there really w wasn't many of them, but there was one that came back and really let me know that I could achieve it. Um, I think about all the time about the mile, I think it was the mile under four minutes and how nobody had, had done it before. And then all of a sudden it was completed. And now there's thousands and thousands of kids and people.
that can complete the mile under four minutes. And I think it's just the mentality. If, if somebody hasn't done something before, you kind of limit yourself. Or you, if you haven't seen it done before, you kind of limit yourself on what you can do. So him coming back and showing me that it was possible to come from where I came from and make it, um, I think that propelled me to, you know, have the right mentality that I could make it to. Well, I appreciate that, Todd. And um, I think this is inspiring, too, for a lot of our folks in business who are going to have to push harder and harder to reopen, uh, you know, bring back employees, try to rebuild their businesses. So I feel really inspired and can't wait to get my Todd jersey, Todd Davis jersey out this fall and cheer for you. Uh, and all the Broncos as you guys, you know, beat up on all those other teams. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's going to be a great year. So yeah. <laughs> it'll be a great year. So, Todd, uh, give my best to your family. And I sure appreciate you coming to talk to us uh, with Colorado Business Roundtable. And we look forward to a great season and just supporting the work that you're doing in the community. So thanks, Todd Davis. Perfect. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. And uh, it was great talking to you. This has been a presentation of the Colorado Business Roundtable. Be sure to check out all of our episodes on Podcatchers Everywhere at cobrt.com. Our technical producer is John Ekstrom and Deaf Communications. Thank you for listening to Profits and Purpose.